It's time to put down the pen and paper and retire those spreadsheets. It's time to upgrade with Tree Plotter Jobs, a straightforward estimating, scheduling, and work order software built for small and mid-sized tree care companies. Tree Plotter Jobs is based on maps. Think Google Maps with all of the information you need connected to a real world location. You can impress potential clients with interactive maps in your estimates and ensure your crews always know exactly where and what to work on. A job subscription is only $95 a month and supports unlimited users. So to learn more about jobs, go to planetgeo.com. That's P-L-A-N-I-T-G-E-O.com. You can also test it out for yourself with a free two-month trial. Just enter the promo code JOBS60 at checkout. Yeah, sure. So uh, my name's Aiden O'Brien, and I am the director of the TCIA Foundation. I've been uh, doing that for just a couple months now, so it's kind of a new position and just getting my feet under me. Yeah, cool. And I mean, you know, really, you are an internal hire. You're, you were the political advocacy and standards manager before, and you kind of made the transition into this role fairly recently, right? Yeah. So I started uh, in April as the um, foundation director. So it's been a good transition sort of into that, um, you know, charitable space into, you know, learning more about the uh, safety workshops that TCIA puts on and sort of helping to uh, put my stamp on those because I think that, um, you know, the foundation is something we've really sort of circled as an, as an organization as something that needed more attention. And so I'm happy to be able to do that uh, full time now. And what actually is the TCIA foundation before you even get into the goals of what it is to do? Like what is the foundation and how does it differ from the rest of TCIA? Yeah, so the foundation is actually like a separate organization from TCIA technically. Um, It's a separate nonprofit. So it has its own, you know, mission statement, its own board, its own staff, which its staff is me right now. Um, But it's a separate organization technically. And so it has its own um, mission statement, which is, you know, part of being a nonprofit. Um, I think almost all of them have a mission statement. And so it's really to provide education and professional development as well as, you know, safety training to the tree care industry. And so that's sort of what my work is, is making sure that the foundation is sort of meeting that mission and, you know, helping to reduce uh, reduce injuries and improve safety in the industry. Yeah, so continuing on with the foundation, I'm glad you didn't do the, the 501c3 differentiation yeah. <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, basically it's the nonprofit wing of our nonprofit. Is that accurate yeah that's a good way to put it think of it as like the charity of tcia like tcia is a trade association which um you know has a mission um to help our members but within that like part of the industry also we have a charity which is pretty cool like not everywhere has that so yeah um, i was gonna say like like most of the places we've gone to for asa and all these other things you talk to these little you know three-person associations and then we tell them that we're 50 people big and we have a nonprofit yeah. portion of our nonprofit, their minds are kind of blown. But continuing on with kind of why why the nonprofit, you know, and why the foundation, mm-hmm. um, TCIA's goal is to advance tree care businesses. Mm-hmm. What is exactly the goal of the TCIA Foundation? 
Yeah. So the goal of the TCI foundation is to improve safety by reducing accident rates in the tree care industry. Sorry, that sounded super wooden. I was reading the actual mission statement. So, um, but you know that I think it also really ties into what the mission of TCIA is, which is like you said, advancing, um, the tree care industry, like safety is a huge part of advancing the industry. You know, it's a inherently super hazardous industry. So anything we can do to improve safety sort of almost by default uh, advances the industry. Yeah. And what specific programs fall under the foundation versus the association? Um, You know, I know internally it's a pretty easy line to draw, but externally I'm sure there's a lot of moving parts that people don't actually see on a regular day-to-day basis. Yeah. It's a little confusing sometimes because, you know, as a trade association, we sort of have the benefit of, you know, supporting the, um, the foundation, which is technically a separate organization, but, you know, we sort of work with TCIA. So it is a little confusing, but the main program we have is the Arborist Safety Training Institute or ASTI. Um, and that is, um, you know, I think a lot of our members are probably familiar with it, but it's a program that we have some money that we give for um, safety training workshops within the industry. So we give uh, folks in the industry apply for grants um, to train a certain number of people, put on a certain class that they think is really important. And then um, we sort of help with the logistics of that uh, workshop and then, um, you know, reimburse them for trainer, some of the trainer costs and, um, you know, workbook costs, that sort of thing. So I think um, the real benefit of that is it helps give uh, trainings to um, folks that maybe can't access those trainings normally. I, you know, trainers are expensive. They, they're often, um, it's hard to find a workshop in your area. So it's something that if you want to, if your company wants to host a workshop, um, we'll help you do that. There's just a lot to unpack with what the foundation um, does currently and what you're hoping for it to do in the future. Mm-hmm. So just, I'm just trying to, you know, c- circle back on some of the stuff. I don't want to yeah. hop around because I know you yeah. have all these questions kind of kind of written out in a, a certain order and a certain thing, but like yeah. go where your mind takes you, Joe. Man, that's, that's <laughs> probably a bad idea, but no, but um, so helping out companies that want to host a workshop, mm-hmm. what kind of are the requirements that we're looking at for these companies to host a workshop? Because companies of different sizes all kind of need different things. So um, I know, you know, this is part of what you're working on, making it not just a one size fits all thing for mm-hmm. each company, but kind of, What does that process look like for a company that is interested in doing something like this? Yeah, so I think one thing we really like to see um, is that a company applying for one of these grants has a space in mind to hold it. You know, these are in-person workshops right now, so it's um, you kind of need some space to have that, you know, especially if you're going to have 25, 30 people at the workshop. So having some space... um, we ask that it, these workshops aren't at your company headquarters, just, you know, it's a bit of a conflict of interest to sort of give one company money and have it at their headquarters that might dissuade other folks from other companies to attend. So it's sort of, they have to be at a neutral location. So something like that is really helpful. And then sort of just a well thought out idea of why you want to have the workshop, I think is really important. Um, you know, I think that, and that's something I'm working on too, is like, how do we make sure we're providing money for workshops that sort of go towards helping safety. Like we, one of our more popular workshops is the uh, EHAP program and something like that is really great, but we want to make sure that there are places that EHAP workshops are happening at in areas that, you know, and with companies that need EHAP training. And we want to make sure that aerial rescue trainings are happening at companies that need 
or in areas that, you know, there's not as much aerial rescue training. So that's something that our members and uh, folks applying for these uh, grants can really help us with. And that's something we look for. It's really helpful for us. Yeah. And I'm going to be honest with you. They all sounds very arbitrary. Um, <laughs> so what kind of like oversight besides you is mm-hmm. there contributing to the actual foundation? Yeah. So um, we, there, we have a couple different uh, bodies. So ASTI actually has its own advisory committee called the ASTI committee, which is comprised of um, experts in the industry on training and education. Um, and so they are, that's actually the group that decides uh, which companies are awarded grants each cycle. So we award grants uh, twice a year um, in March and August. And so around those times we have a meeting and those, that group sort of goes through the applications and decides uh, which grants to award. And then similar to the TCIA board of directors, uh, the found, the TCIA foundation has its own board of trustees, which sort of serves a similar role um, for the foundation that the TCIA board of directors does, you know, overseeing the foundation, making sure that I'm doing my job, making sure that the financial situation is in good shape. Um, all of that sort of like, really high level and, you know, uh, vision and governance and that sort of thing. So a little more high level than maybe the ASTI committee, a little more, um, more vision than, you know, the day to day, like which grants to award. Um, but I think that the, both those, um, groups provide really, um, helpful oversight for the, uh, foundation. No, then that does make a lot of sense not to ever accuse you of not having any (laughs) oversight on this. It's just one of those things where you're simplifying it down a lot just to, for time's sake. I mean, mm-hmm. you, we can go on and on, but I, I guess a question that I have and probably a couple other people have is like, what's the differentiation between the foundation and ASTI and um, like Susan Harwood grant program? Like how do those all tie back? Are they all under the same umbrella? Are they separate umbrellas? Is ASTI like a function? Thanks, you know, in part of the foundation, like there's just, it's it's a little weird. Yeah, it is. And it's a little confusing. And honestly, man, you're asking some good questions. <laughs> no, I just like the ones that you had written down. No, I think that it's something that, um, honestly, I'm still learning on why everything's set up the way that it is. Oh, so um, I think with ASTI, it's set up as an endowment. And so it sort of gives us a limited um, amount of money and a predictable amount of money to spend. There's, you know, benefits to that versus just having that money in a in the foundation. So it's just, uh, I think that's something that I'm working on to sort of make sure that everyone has an understanding of, and I am working, you know, with, to make sure that it's okay. No, no, no. This isn't to put you on the spot. This is just general curiosity. And, um, it, it mostly comes up because right now we're running all of these Susan Harwood grant workshops Mm -hmm. actually. And they're all, you know, incredibly wildly successful just due to the um, accessibility of training. I don't know if you want to speak on the Susan Harwood grant workshops at all at this point. Or if- yeah, no, that's, that's great. I think that, um, the Susan Harwood grant workshops are sort of what we want ASTI workshops to be like, um, moving forward, at least, um, you know, similar to those. So the Susan Harwood grant, uh, program is, it's a grant that TCIA received from OSHA, which allows us to put on free safety workshops for the tree care industry. And so we've been hosting those workshops. Um, we have a bunch of different um, sort of types called different workshops, like <laughs> categories. Well, we have different, we have different programs, different programs. Yeah, there we go. So we have EHAP workshops, aerial rescue, um, ground operations. We have 
um, a bunch of different kinds. And so these are free workshops, um, completely virtual, um, hosted by a TCIA qualified trainer. They're completely free for the industry. And so we've, um, and so all of that is paid for by OSHA, um, to, to reduce their goal is to, you know, reduce accidents in high hazard industries. So, um, tree care industry is a great example of that and a great, um, and I think TCIA has done a really good job of hosting those workshops and really showing OSHA like some success in that area. So, yeah. And you've sold out of the first batch that I think we pulled together. I think it was, um, you know, packed in each one of them and a waiting list. They're all virtual. So it makes it a lot easier. Like you were saying, there's not always training in your area, but thanks to being able to put on virtual education, there can always be training in your area, at least if there's a internet connection. Yeah. I think virtual workshops are really, really a big part of the future of um, the industry. I think that having that accessibility is really important. Um, You know, I think it's just so, it is so important because like rural areas like we live in, I think there aren't that many workshops like that I can, yeah, I think that I can think of Littleton mass was probably the closest that we get in New Hampshire. And um, that's still a couple hour drive. So having that, that's just sort of what I think of is like I, in taking two hours of your day to drive, just to drive is sort of a big ask, um, for some of these workshops. So having the ability to have them be more accessible, I think is really important. Yeah. And on the flip side, like two hours for some of these places would be absolutely nothing. Like yeah. the, the Midwest <laughs> ones and stuff like that, where, you know, we have one and say, I mean, let's just look at like expo from like you know, Indianapolis, like it was kind of a haul for us to fly here a little bit, you know, a couple hours, but some of these people were driving longer than we even flew for. Yeah. So yeah, education's, you know, and I can see how, how much it's going on and how much it's affecting everything that you're doing. Um, when I want to get involved with the foundation, there's, I guess there's a few different ways I could actually get involved. I could be somebody who donates to the foundation Mm -hmm. who is looking to, um, Sorry. Um, What's the correct term? Like I'm looking to host a workshop. Yeah. So I need some money. Right. Is that like, that's like one way that you're looking to do this, that you're looking to host a workshop because we have, um, you know, at least for ASTI, there's the the grant cycles that open Mm -hmm. up at, at two given points a year. Mm -hmm. But then there's also ways where I'm looking to donate and give back to the industry, which, um, you know, most recently you put on the whole, uh, the whole auction at WMC Mm -hmm. that all benefited, the foundation this year. Um, so I guess whatever side you want to start off with of getting involved with first. Yeah. I think you sort of laid it out really great. I think that, um, getting involved, if you want, we have opportunities to, you know, host workshops. If you want to put on a workshop, if you want to help someone put on a workshop, or maybe you're a trainer and you want to, you know, get involved with, uh, the committee and sort of, um, offer your, offer your expertise to folks in the industry to, you know, travel to them and, um, help them put on a workshop. That's something that I'd be happy to help connect, um, connect folks to other folks in the industry who are looking for help. Um, but yeah, like at a basic level, I think just putting on a workshop is something that is a really great, like first step for involvement, uh, in the industry. And then also, like you said, um, contributing to the foundation, it's a great way to give back to the industry. It's a really great, uh, we're a really great, um, foundation generally, I actually just looked it up in one of the more popular uh, charity websites uh, has this rated as a hundred out of 100, um, which considers, you know, lots of different um, aspects of our um, charitable organization. So 
Um, we have, you know, like I said, we have oversight. We have lots of stuff that your money's not going to waste when you give to the no, uh, no. foundation. But, but it, it makes, sorry, not to interrupt no. you on this, but it makes sense because I, yeah. I was, um, my sister's involved with nonprofit and you know, internet nonprofit, like an actual small nonprofit mm-hmm. wing where you were out having to fundraise and all that stuff yourself. I think also too, um, one of the points that also makes it so great is that we do have the support of all of TCIA's resources and all of the industry's mm-hmm. resources together. You're not, having to do this alone because education safety is important to everybody across. So it's not really a convincing factor, right? Where it's like, Oh, you need to donate. We have a lot of people who are very willing to give and get involved. And I think probably our most recent example of that is all the trainers who are getting involved um, with the train, the trainer program who then immediately turned around to volunteer to do the Susan Harwood grant workshops. Absolutely. No, I think that, this all of this is going to a really great cause and um, is clearly like super important to the industry because it is it is so important. It is like one way that we can really help move the industry forward by, you know, helping reduce the reduce the hazards that, um, you know, folks face every day. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, 100 out of 100. We're all right. So <laughs> like charity navigator dot uh, org. <laughs> so like that's that's impressive. So, I mean, looking towards the future where. Where to next? I mean, we're, we're at a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, can we, can we actually go up anymore? <laughs> I'd like to think so, but I think that, um, moving forward, I think there are lots of ways that, you know, we can, we can keep improving. I think that, you know, we want to make sure that our trainings are as high quality as possible, both, um, you know, right now, honestly, our only trainings uh, for ASTI have been in person. And I just talked all about the benefits of virtual training. So that's something, um, that, I'm really looking at is how we can sort of help. I don't think in-person trainings aren't going away. They're not going away at all, but, um, you know, incorporate more virtual, um, more accessible trainings into that I think is a really great, um, great step. And then just improving awareness of all of this, I think is really important. That's, uh, one of the reasons I'm here today, but I think, um, Joe, you nailed it where there's like a lot of people are confused. A lot of people are like, Oh, I've heard of the foundation. Maybe I'm not sure. Um, and so making sure that people know like what I'm working on and then also know of all the great opportunities we have to either get involved or if you want to, um, you know, see the benefits of one of these workshops, like here's how you can do that. I think just increasing the awareness of what I'm doing is uh, another great step that I'm really working on over the rest of this year. Yeah. And I, I mean, we can cut this part out, um, cause this might be an awkward question to ask, but like, Hell yeah. Uh, it's not like a bad, yeah. I mean, I guess it's kind of a bad question, but okay. it's more of a, a bringing up from an observation point. We haven't had somebody working on the foundation full time for a long time, but like, I guess with something sitting stagnant or kind of redone, rehashed, whatever you want to call it over and over again, mm-hmm. you must have run into some kind of issues when you had to pick this back up, right? Yeah, I think it's been working i think one of the things that i'm really trying to hone in on as i like think about how i want to move forward with this is how can we make this like better than it is now like i think that for the last couple of years it's sort of been like we had the grant cycle and we get the applications and some people have a workshop and some people don't and we sort of wash our hands and call that good and i think like thinking of ways that we can sort of 
you know, have more workshops than we've had before, figure out how to get more money so we can do other programs besides safety workshops, I think is another way um, that we can improve. So like the program we have now is good. Um, It needs a little work, but it's in good shape. But it's really like, how can we grow this more than it is now, I think is really important because like this issue, the issue of safety and workforce development and all that, that's not going away at all anytime soon. So how can we um, make sure that we're meeting the needs of the industry, you know, not just today and not yesterday, but, you know, moving forward over the next few years. Yeah, no, you know, really good answer. Um, Thanks. Not, not like, not even like me trying to be like yeah. sarcastic, but like, no, it's a really good answer. I think, you know, I think there's a lot to think on and, you know, you're very like casual and chill about this. And I know how you've been <laughs> getting into this. I mean, you present on the good face, like everything's, you know, going good. And like, it's just props to you and like the work that you've done and the work that you continue to do. But, you know, behind the scenes, you've been putting on a lot of work even before you actually took over um, like this role. It's, it's not been a, just like, a, Oh yeah. Like, <laughs> like I'm just going to step in. Like it was a, it was a multi-part process for you to actually get in, start doing this stuff. And, you know, I think you've really like knocked it out of the park and I think you're going to, you know, be able to get a lot of this stuff going on and get it where you want it to be. Um, yeah, going? no, sorry. I, I didn't mean to cut you oh, off. You're good. I think, um, yeah, this is something I've been really interested in sort of my whole time at TCIA is like getting more, um, doing more work with our charity, charitable aspect of our organization, I guess. Um, even like when I was doing advocacy and policy, I was still looking for opportunities to get involved with this. And, you know, I think advocacy is a great way to impact, um, you know, the safety in the tree care industry. But at the same time, I think um, with something like uh, as the director of the foundation, I think I have an even more hands on role in like day to day, like see the seeing the impact of um, the work TCIA does to reduce um, reduce the hazard in the industry. And it's been really rewarding for me to you know, get more involved in that, even though that I've been doing this for a couple months, but like you said, I've been sort of involved, um, on the fringes and in different random areas over the past couple of years that I've worked at TCIA. So, yeah. And I mean, you know, April, we're recording this like the first week of June. So, you know, April, May, one week of June is not, I, is not a lot of time to make, you know, those big broad sweeping changes, but I think no. you've already been able to implement a lot and do a lot and you know part of the start of it right is those susan harwood grant workshops i think is a really good way for us to show the industry why uh education and accessible education is super important yeah yeah i have to keep reminding myself that i've only been in this job for about two months yeah right <laughs> you, good, you good to keep in mind you can't change everything <laughs> yeah. you, you still gotta you still gotta you know have some goal you're already at a, a hundred out of a hundred so we got to give you some other yeah. goals and some other things but you know moving forward one of the things I want to ask, right, is like English is not everybody's native language. ASDI does do Spanish workshops and stuff like that, but that's on an application by application basis. And that's really left more up to the individuals who are applying for the grants to then set everything up. Mm-hmm. Um, what are what are some things you're looking for to make education more accessible beyond just the ways of online workshops versus in-person workshops? Yeah, I think that's a really great question. I think as an organization, that's something TCIA is really focused on. I mean, we just hired a Spanish language course coordinator, course manager. 
Yeah, 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 Robin. Yeah, Robin. Robin. We yeah. just hired Robin. Sorry, Robin. Exactly. Didn't need to butcher your title. Uh, that bad. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, but you know, to help um, get more of our uh, Tree Care Academy courses translated into Spanish, and like I think there's even more of that that we can do, and you know, focusing on um, you know training more, getting more um, Spanish language trainers um, as uh, TCIA qualified trainers. Um, but that is something that we need to focus on because. Um, you know, that's a huge part of the industry and something that I think a lot of, you know, we don't see that as much in New Hampshire and in New England, but across the rest of the country, that's a huge issue and a huge area of need. And so um, that is something I have, you know, that's on our, my radar, that's on TCIA's radar. So just making sure that we kind of keep that in mind and keep that in our focus as part of like what we're working on. But not going to lie. It's really hard. Like it's hard to, you know, tackle all of these things that I'm talking about and it, it does take time. So, well, we'll give you more than two months to try yeah. to tackle everything, but you know, um, you know, I know you and I know you very well and I know you have a lot of ideas and things that you want to accomplish in your head. So I guess to say maybe by expo this year, what's, what's one thing that you really hope to have accomplished and buttoned up and, and wrapped up as kind of a short term goal? That's a great question. There's a million things jumped in my mind. So I, that's, I think, that's why I need yeah. you to choose just one. I really want to have, um, I think an important thing is to, um, you know, this is an area, you know, I said I've been working um, sort of on the fringes of uh, the foundation and all of that for the last couple of years. But I really want to do like a deep dive of what our organization is and sort of what are the rules and what we can and can't do around, you know, being a separate organization from TCIA. So I, we have uh, an attorney who can sort of help us with that and help us understand exactly what that is. But I sort of want to become an expert in the running a charity and running a separate organization, basically. So that's, I mean, that's a difficult thing to quantify, but that's something that I'm working on between now and Expo is to become that expert and become sort of that resource for not only the people at TCIA, but also our members on, you know, what we can help with as um, the TCIA Foundation and um, what are some things that we can do, you know, more than we're doing now. Because, you know, once the lawyers get involved, it all becomes... Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you, you seem to get involved and you're like, I want to learn more about the rules and regulations. You know, you did that when you came in as the advocacy and standards manager. You're doing that now as the foundation director. Um it just seems like you have a thing for rules at this point. <laughs> it really does. Or, or a thing for telling us, you're like, you know, you're not doing that right. I think it's very helpful. And, you know, you don't, I think the last thing you want to deal with is the IRS. Um, you true. know, with uh, the advocacy and standards, it was always, you know, worried about like, what's OSHA going to say about this? But with a charity, you're worried about what's the IRS going to say about this? I, a little more scared of the IRS than OSHA. Not that OSHA is someone you want to mess with, but the IRS is someone you really don't want to mess with. So. That's true. I've seen <laughs> I've seen plenty of TV shows where even the bad guys don't mess with the yeah. IRS. Um, so I kind of want to talk about uh, the fundraising efforts that you put on. Sure. So uh, last year we had the auction at WMC. Mm -hmm. um, so after... I mean, I don't feel like I need to explain an auction to people listening at home, but the auction at WMC was a live auction mm -hmm. where people were bidding on items. And then after the words, they got their items and they paid for their donation. And then what happens afterwards? How do you account for all this kind of money? Where does it go? Like really the back end of a donation, like what happens to my donation if I give something to the foundation? Yeah. 
Um, so what happens is um, for the auction, that money went straight into an endowment, which with the sole purpose of having these, you know, increasing safety in the tree care industry, that's sort of the mission statement of that. And so okay. that endowment, we then use that money um, directly, take that money, draw down that money from the endowment to pay for these training. So when you give uh, money um, at an event like that, that money goes into endowment. It doesn't go into my pocket or anyone else's pocket. It goes into that endowment. And then that what that money is used for is, you know, funding these safety workshops uh, in the tree care industry. So with that, with the oversight of the, sort of those two groups that I talked about as well as, you know, TCIA staff and all of that. And, you know, all charitable records are um, public as, you know, as recently as the IRS gets them published. But um, I think the last year they did was like 2019. So you can sort of see um, some more of that sort of really detailed information about that um, if you're interested, I guess. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I probably wouldn't be perfectly yeah. honest. But but part of the other thing too, and I keep forgetting to ask because it's, right, I'm asking a lot of how does how does the uh, working with the charity benefit us? But mm-hmm. how does how does um, working with the charity benefit our, our members, um, our, the people who donate and stuff like that, like, um, I know people automatically think donation tax write off, but what are some other actual um, benefits? Uh, I'm going to ask you for numbers. Do you have any like numbers of workshops that we've been able to put on with ASTI or the any of these kind of things? Yeah, I don't have that um, the number of workshops we put on, but I do know for like number trained in the last five years, it's um, we've hit, basically hit like over a thousand per year of like folks trained in the industry, which is a, that's a really strong number. Um, and so, like, there's things like that. And like you said, you know, that um, tax deduction is, that's a big deal. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I, you know. Yeah, I get it. I, I don't donate enough for it to be a big deal. And but. that is something that I'm actually working on, uh, of course, is that, sorry. like, showing the impact of um, of ASTI, I think, is really important. You know, we have a lot of dedicated people in the industry who have helped us out up to this point. But I really think it's important that we sort of show those people and others in the industry, like we have to be accountable for what we're doing. And that's something that I think is really important. And I think um, folks want to see. So um, I think there's going to be more on that to come. Um, But I can say that like historically, we have trained a very strong number of people um, with these workshops and um, with that money. So, well, part of it for me comes from the fact that like, if you're part of TCIA, we kind of ask you for a lot of stuff a lot of the time, very often, right? So sometimes it's easy to get lost in our kind of ask and not really realize about um, what happens after we ask you, what happens after you say, like, yes or no to us. You know what I mean? Like, um, you know, because at TCIA, we ask you for your dues. We ask you to support us. You know, we ask you to come to Expo. Mm-hmm. Then we ask you to come to WMC. When you come to WMC, we ask you to come to the auction, like, we ask a lot of our members and a lot of people in the industry and you know, like you're saying, you're going to work to show the actual impact of it. I think that'll be awesome because of the fact that at TCIA, we know the impact that everybody puts on. And I think we just kind of take it in good faith sometimes that like that the industry knows that what they're doing is good. You know what I mean? And yeah. we don't, it's, it's one of those things where you don't tell them how, how good they're doing. Cause you're just like, well, I thought, thought it was just implied. Like I thought you knew all of this. Yeah, how it was going. No, you're completely right. I think like with this program too, like these are like completely free workshops. Like we're like literally like paying people to, you know, train 
people in the industry. Like, I think it's like, so it almost sounds too good to be true when I say it like that. So it's like, like I said earlier, like just building awareness of exactly what we're doing and, um, you know, how we're measuring success and things like that, I think, um, are really interesting to the industry and something they want. And then, um, really important, you know, ways that we can move forward. So I think we're through all of the questions that we have prepared. Um, and I know that this is a very high level topic, so we can probably keep this episode a little bit shorter, Mm -hmm. but you know, before we end anything, is there anything that you'd like to talk about or bring up or, you know, let anybody know, um, as I'm saying this, I'm thinking of one thing we have, we actually haven't told anybody where they can go to find out more information about any of this. Um, yeah, I think if you want more information, uh, tcia.org slash foundation, uh, pretty easy to remember. There's a lot of great information there. And, um, again, another thing I'm working to update, um, and get that, uh, most recent information on there, but that is where you can find, you know, the grant application for those workshops, and more information around that, uh, more information around the Susan Harwood grant workshops we talked about, um, and then just um, some more information about exactly what the foundation is. So I think that's a great resource, and um, I think that, what do I want people to know? I don't I know, man. There's a lot really that you of. could get people to <laughs> yeah. know, though. That's that's the big thing. Yeah, I think that um, just knowing that this uh, the foundation is there for um, the tree care industry and really uh, improving safety. And so it's a, I really, really believe that it's a great cause. And so just tell your friends, tell whoever, come find me at Expo, come find me at winter management. And, um, just know that if you're giving, giving money or giving your time or, um, hosting a workshop that you're really helping the industry move forward. <laughs>